0: If I didn't have to be so close to this microphone, this is the part of the show where I would smash my own head against the desk because <laughs> this is the this is the source of the greatest my greatest frustration. This year.
1: Oh, do tell, Brian.
2: All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast.
1: This is David Smith. Scott Wiebe. Brian Shesko. Gentlemen, we are back. Yeah, man. For reals this time.
2: We weren't back last week. We happy, were. Happy Thanksgiving week. Absolutely. And I feel like every week we've been covering a holiday. Like two weeks will pass. It was the Halloween scary <laughs> podcast a few weeks ago. And, and now it's the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving uh, holiday. I mean, it's at the least time here of the year. here in the, here in the uh, U.S. of A. A cornucopia
0: of <laughs> Premier League information. It's, I'm still not sure I understand what a cornucopia is. It's a weird looking horn, man,
1: <laughs> with lots of stuff in it, full of maize, which yeah, is corn.
0: That's something that's completely
1: American. What are we doing here? We're here to talk about all the matches for Match Week 12 in the Premier League, and we have so much to was talk. A few things about.
2: that happened this past weekend.
1: Just a few. We have uh, every other segment that we normally have. I'm going to do something I don't normally do in front of the microphone right now. Perfect. Brian, do you have a how to say? In this I podcast? sure do. Yeah. Is it the one we asked for? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're really going to have to listen. It's the return of the limerick. Oh, yeah. And uh, it it is here for a very special occasion. Uh, I can't wait. I hope it's dirty. Uh, it <laughs> definitely will be get the duck ready. Definitely get the duck ready. All right, are we ready to talk about these matches? We've got so much fantasy stuff and so much real life stuff. We got yeah. to get right to it. There's ten whole matches to talk about, boys.
0: Yep. Look, well, we to
1: the matches. I only
2: have so much time. Let's get on to the matches.
1: Leicester nil, Manchester City two. The league leaders get three points again. Gabriel Jesus and Kevin De scoring the goals. One guy who was not in the lineup. Sergio Aguero, one guy who was Vincent Company, Where would you like to start?
0: <laughs> well, like to start with what everyone saw with their own <laughs> eyes, that Vincent Company was was inches away from a straight red within minutes of the start of the match. Th-
1: third minute. The only inches minutes. away he was third minute. was the referee reaching to the hip pocket as opposed to the shirt pocket. Because in all honesty, that was... There was no difference in yellow or red in what company did.
2: I, I would love to see City eventually lose. I I think they had the best team in the league. I, I had no—I'm a complete neutral in this game. That was, in my opinion, an absolute red card. Jamie Vardy was by him, and no one else was going to be— you could have argued that I think it was Stones it was John on the other Stones side of company yes. that maybe could have had an an angle— but Vardy was at
1: least a step ahead. Yeah, Vardy was going to outpace Stones. Absolutely. No but it's not about the pace, I guess. It's I think he got not...
2: that on reputation because he was Vincent
1: company. I think it also had something to do with the fact that it was the second minute. And maybe that, that was it too. But, hey, lucky him, lucky City. Could have been a little bit of a different match perhaps. Oh, mass- massively different. Had he been sent off. Massively Leicester had a different. few chances. And uh, none of them were able to uh, to go in. Honestly, Scott, Scott, when you're when your on. club it,
2: it is a few,
1: how, what number would you put on a few? Three.
2: Yep. Yeah, no, they didn't have a few. How many did they have? They had two shots. Two shots. Zero on target. Well, I'm not
1: even just talking about shots on target. Sh-
2: honestly, I watched most of this match. That that's shocking. It didn't
1: it felt like they had some op- some some chances even if they didn't result in shots on target yep. and i don't know exactly how you would define a chance but in my opinion they had enough of the ball to to provide a little bit of a threat to city lester never needs a ton of the possession of the ball correct right? i mean that that's how
2: they've always been they had 25% this game but guess what They've
1: beat teams with 25%. Right. They position. won a title with 25%. <laughs> <Good group>. Excellent <laughs> point. Excellent All right. Point. So well, nothing's going to change our, our opinion in terms of Leicester players because anyone playing Manchester City, you just kind of treat it like a bye week, right? Well,
0: yeah, and it's weird because even with uh, – I know the Premier League mentioned this going into the, going into the match week, but uh, Ederson has only made 10 – no, 15 saves. Uh, had only made 15 saves in 10 matches. Wow. So – Manchester City's defense. Uh, I mean, even though they've conceded what feels like here and there, they're not. They're not really giving up many shots. And this is. I mean, this is talk about padding your stats. This is the. This is like the deepest, thickest pad. <laughs> it's a freaking pillow that they padded their stats. Look, all I'm saying is, I mean, you, even in this match, like the fact that Harry Maguire had the best chance of the game for right. Leicester is. It says a lot. And, yeah. I mean, really, his chance was so good. Uh, I mean, again, talk about inches away from, from, uh, from an amazing moment. Uh, putting it off the post is, is as close as you're going to get. I only wish he had kicked it directly into the underside of the bar. That's the only way it would have been better. But, mm. uh, no, I, I mean, I don't really think there's anything bad to say about Leicester City uh in this match especially because of the way they started and how different it could have been had uh had uh reason taken over instead of uh reputation.
2: It was the first game in like four games Moraz didn't do anything.
1: Okay. Which you would I mean that wouldn't surprise anybody, well,
2: right? Well, it's a little surprising. No. It, it's just surprising that that the chances they had were so little. I, I
1: again when you I, know, as a Liverpool fan, I'm going to say that City has uh, adopted a similar idea when it comes to defense, and that is that the, the best defense... Just to never give it to them. ...is an oppressive offense. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, you don't have to worry about a, a leaky defense when you never give up the ball. Right. And uh, and so that's what City's done. And, and speaking of padding those stats, uh, all right, so Kevin DeBrown has had a hand in 50 Premier League goals, according to the BBC. Uh that he has done that in seventy-six appearances. The fastest midfielder to reach fifty goals or you know have a hand in fifty goals in Premier League history. Yeah. Premier League history. Yeah. Kevin brown It's impressive. Glad I own him. How about you, Dave?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't still uh no no.
1: no. Leroy Sane, twelve goals in his last nine appearance well, six goals, six assists in his last nine appearances. Jesus, fifteen goals in his last twenty-one appearances. The numbers are insane. Hopefully, you've got one, two, or three city attacking players. I
0: mean, it's like
1: you almost feel bad for anyone who's for
0: Raheem Sterling owners because he's the he's the one guy. Somehow, Fernandinho didn't get on the score sheet this week. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean everyone that everyone that matters uh, except Sergio Aguero. Uh, really Aguero who's bought probably the most I would imagine a lot of straight swaps for Jesus to Aguero I would imagine a lot of Lukaku to Aguero shifts this past week and Aguero sits the entire match Jesus scores again Silva assists him I mean you get points from everyone every single person that matters including the defenders uh, especially Kyle Walker three bonus points for Kyle Walker the only bad thing is John Stones. And honestly, like I feel like, Scott, you did this
1: yourself. You wished harm on him so mm. much that
0: he finally he, he caved in. His hamstring said, I'm done with this. Curse and, ye, and,
1: Scott. And, and, yeah, well, man. on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest, the guilt level that I feel about that. <laughs> okay. I don't even need to finish that sentence. Uh, yes, I actually have a John Stones ownership update. John Stones ownership update.
0: Now that oh, he is good. hurt with an oh. unknown return date, I can I can give you a, a estimated return. date. All right, what is that? Well, if we want if right? we want to jump, yeah, six weeks, four to six is the yeah. the number. But six weeks was the was the initial diagnosis. Right. But there's no way be, between Manchester City needing him, they need him. I mean, this is Pep saying we're thin. We this is why
1: we need more players. Well, Mangala is the one who subbed on for him. You don't want him in. I'm pretty sure team. it's Mangala. Either way, we can talk about that some other day.
0: Uh, No, John Stones is, I mean, he's, like him or not, he's been really good. I mean Manchester City's the number of shots they've given up. I feel like says that their defense has been really good. Uh, he's had so far three this year. ones in the last five matches. That's because they keep giving up a weird goal here and there. Listen, yeah. they gave the, up two goals to West Brom, which is like the that's like the
1: one stain one the one. that that should be the asterisk on the season for Manchester City is that they've conceded two to West Brom. All right, so Brian tells us he's out for four to six weeks. Dave, what do you guess Johnson's ownership currently to be? Fresh off the heels of this hamstring. Well, injury. I'm
2: I'm trying to remember. Uh, where it was last time, I feel like last time it was somewhere around fourteen percent. I'm gonna say that it probably. And we're just coming
1: off the week. I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you and help you with your estimate here. Okay. Was my last off? year it was steady around fifteen percent. Okay. But earlier this year, it was in the single digits. We were we were excited okay. about the fact that it had come down. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, I would think it hadn't dropped much yet.
1: Okay. So nine, wherever nine, it was, nine point four percent. Okay. Yeah. That's what the answer is? That's the answer.
0: I was going to guess
1: 11%. Well, you would have been high. Ah, uh, That number is probably going to come down. I, well, no, probably won't, because Johnstone's ownership is an unpredictable beast. That is so true. Doesn't matter, though. He's out for a little while. City probably won't be affected much, despite the... can't
0: imagine, and this is a good example why uh, right now you want to buy in, buy in. Buy somebody that's going to replace him. Even Vincent company. Why not? What else are they going to do? Buy one of those three guys, Otamendi, Company, or um,
1: Walker. Or Kyle Walker, if you can afford Kyle Walker. But I don't know. As it stands, not much else has changed for either of these clubs. Manchester United 4, Newcastle 1. Dwight Gale started the scoring. But Anthony Martial, Chris Smalling, Paul Pogba, and Romelu Lukaku finished it. If I didn't have to be so close to this microphone, this is
0: the part of the show where I would smash my own head against the desk because <laughs> this, is the, this is the source of the greatest, my greatest frustration this week. Oh, do tell, Brian. I took a minus this week. I said, I get that David De Gea has owned a lot, but that's not true in our league. That's true. Factually not correct. many people own David De Gea. And so I said, you know what? I'm done with, I've already said, I've, done, I've, I've been, in my heart, I've been done with West Brom for a long time. So Ben Foster was my goalkeeper going into this past week. And I said, there's no way I'm playing him uh, ever again if I don't have to. So I said, I can either go straight to Nick Pope, but no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sell an extra player to get... David De Gea, because what are they going to do? Give up a goal at home? They never give up goals at home. They haven't conceded a goal all season, and yeah. now they're playing Newcastle, who can't <laughs> exactly, score a goal. Exactly right. They
1: get him, and Dwight Gale scores uh, right away. Fifteenth minute. I just don't understand, Brian. There's one thing I really I just don't understand in your story. What's that? What, has, what happens between podcast recording Brian yeah. and lineup setting Brian? <laughs>
0: What happens between draft league, well, Brian, yeah, and Budget, too, <laughs> Brian, who I have owned
1: Nick Pope for four weeks. Exactly my point. Yeah. You have said week after week on yeah. this podcast. Pope for
0: Pope, man. Yes. I want him I want him to be the the, well, the
1: You had a chance to go straight to Pope without a negative four and you made it harder the, than you needed to make it. Well that doesn't make any sense. The only well,
0: thing I can say the It only does thing, make a little sense. The only
1: thing I can hope
0: for yeah, on paper it makes a lot of sense. It, the only thing I can hope for is that this week they get Brighton at home and Nick Pope has to take a, a red hot arsenal. So the only the only positive for me is that it is a two week move and not a <laughs> one week move. I cannot believe how badly it backfired. Curse you, Dwight
1: Gale. I can't believe it. Well, I think that's a it's it's all Phil Jones's fault. Okay, so Phil Jones actually uh, hurt. Actually, something that made me really laugh on Saturday—the fact that he was seeing first Phil Jones not in the squad. Right, right. Finally, he's truly hurt. Secondly, seeing how many people in our league still played him anyway, even yep, though he was I almost did. certainly I out. I
2: absolutely <laughs> did. That this was he. That was the beginning of of the downfall of me this week. I I made some changes and.
1: But I thought of Brian during this match because there's one guy that we started to promote a couple of weeks ago. If you're going to avoid Phil Jones and save even more money in the defense, it was Chris Chris Smalling. Smalling. who put in the goal, the second goal. Chris Smalling, his price is already up since then.
0: I mean, he really has He was not a 5.3. He's at at 5.4 now. now. And it's because, I mean, he's... Yeah, now now he's cheaper than Phil Jones. He's still cheaper than Phil Jones. And uh, unless something weird happens... uh, He's not really coming out of there. Um, Bayi was hurt this past week, which we can talk about him a little bit more later. There's not really much to say other than that he had. I can't wait to. I know I'll save it for later. Either way, Eric Baye miss out. So you're already down two guys, and then you have. You're forced to play. I suppose forced to play Lindelof, and Lindelof. Every time he steps out there for Manchester United, I can't imagine anyone is confident that's a United <laughs> fan whenever they see his name in the starting lineup. I mean, he was nearly directly responsible for Dwight Gale yeah. uh, giving up the first goal. So, you know, I, the, the defense there, you're going to get Phil Jones. You should get Phil Jones back. Baye should be back too. But, but, yeah, Chris Smalling with a,
1: with a really nice goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and it was set up by Paul Pogba. Yeah, welcome back. Delicious. Thank you. Cross into I, the I'm box, like, man. We, we should have. We should already be talking about Pogba. for Paul Pogba. Totally Pogba. different. Totally different squad. With Pog, him out. Pog back. Pog yeah. is back. And yeah, I forgot how much I hate his hair. Scott, that is just come on, man. You Actually, I hate it even more now that there's red in it.
0: Well, he's back, and there's nothing you can do about all the hatred for his hair. Is not going to stop him from doing no. what he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's real
1: Manchester United again. It is. But there's, a, there's something I really need to discuss even more than Pogba's return, and that is Zlatan's return. Yeah. Zlatan comes on with, what, 14, 15 minutes left. Yeah. Loved it. It was my favorite part of the whole match. Oh, I hated it. I hated uh, the part about it. I forgot how much I He stood up off him. the bench
2: in yeah. Old Trafford. Lit up. Lit up. You would have thought that Ferguson had stripped naked in the middle of the field. It was... I don't know how that's applicable, but sure. I think that's exactly what. But it would be a roar of applause, I guess. Okay. But bottom bottom line is, they
0: love Zlatan. Sure. His
2: Zlatan's teammates love Zlatan.
0: Zlatan loves Zlatan. What we need, what you want to ask is, what do you do with
1: Lukaku? What (laughs) happens to Romelu Lukaku? Big Brian. Big, for bringing this podcast back on track, my point was going to be that look, Lukaku had lots of chances in this match. Yeah. Until Zlatan came on, and then all the offense seemed to go through Zlatan instead, either through or to Zlatan. Yeah. So what do we make of this? My,
0: I would. I feel like I want to insist this. Not just this is not just my feeling, but there is no way. As much as he wants to be fully healthy and as much as he wants to be a lion, <laughs> that there's no way they can afford to run him out there more than twenty minutes for the foreseeable future. Even especially in the with especially with Christmas, with that flurry of Chris like the, the holiday matches coming yeah. up. Lukaku is hundred percent healthy and he is the man. As much as Zlatan is the actual man,
1: I, I feel like they can't afford to to ruin Zlatan's knee. Mourinho is still on, quote, on record, I should say, as saying that Lukaku will be in his lineup. But yeah. I don't trust Mourinho. Well, I, I think
2: this too. United is in first place in their Champions League matches. They have Champions League match uh, <clears throat> this week and, and then in two weeks. Um, and... Not to mention going into the dreaded English schedule, okay? And, and and where does, you know, the dreaded English schedule, all the teams tend to drag coming out of January and then into February, especially in Champions League. And I'm just wondering if some of the managers don't start wising up a little bit and really start playing some of their benches more to make it easier for their team to get better production from their teams in January and February. Well, I, and I just wonder if i know I I gotta say right like, like there. bring Dave,
1: Lukaku out maybe after 70 minutes and bring Zlatan in. Okay. I, okay. So g- good point. If, if no, Lukaku stayed on, when Zlatan he did came yeah. out. Zlatan ran on, ran right I to mean, the middle of the field
2: and pretty much pointed exactly where Lukaku needed to go.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> if even if he doesn't come out, my my point is, will his chances be diminished? Will they be lessened by Zlatan's return?
2: I'm trying to think quickly and and I don't have time to, to research it. I feel like most
0: of Lukaku's goals come before the 70th minute anyways. Mm. Well, Manchester United scoring so many of their goals after the 70th minute so far this season. And that's exactly when Zlatan scored his or I mean that's exactly when Lukaku scored his this match. The 70. Match. It right. was in the 70th minute. I just don't know. And how. it was the last goal. It was yeah. the it was the it was the it it was the final demolition. For the day, I feel so, like the, I feel like the other late goals have been Martial and Rashford, or, or, you
2: know, something like that.
0: Yeah, well, that's those are the guys. Like now, now the confusion of of how that rotation is going to work, I still can't imagine that Lukaku suffers a ton if at all. He's played ninety minutes I agree. every single match. I agree. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally get it. I think people are, it seems like people are already bailing on him a ton, especially because of the performances of of Murata and, well, mostly only Murata. But everyone was jumping back into Sergio Aguero and jumping off of Lukaku. And it's like, well, I mean, this is exactly why Lukaku has been so absolutely nailed in.
1: Well, it's true. And I mean, right now, so, you know, I can't trust the city forward. At the moment, even if Lukaku plays 75 minutes a match instead of 90, he's still playing 75 minutes a match, something you can't say about Aguero and Jesus. Right. Uh, You know, I can't move up to Harry Kane. Kane's higher, right? Yeah, Kane's still the highest. He should still be
0: at 12.7.
1: And I don't, you know, Lacazette's not at that level yet. No. And there's no one who's listed at forward for Liverpool that I want. So there's your top six right there. I mean, uh, Lukaku owners might be stuck.
0: Yeah. The only thing you could do if you really wanted to be, if you really wanted to, to free up money and you have Lukaku, going from Lukaku to Vardy or Firmino saves you a lot. But why would you do that? Going from Lukaku to any of the budget guys who have scored recently buys you Paul Pogba, buys you yeah. Hazard, buys you Salah, so buys you, gotta- you almost anyone in the midfield that you want.
1: So it's, gotta be a, so it's gotta be a dual, be a dual transfer, is what you're saying for yes. a premium midfielder I think with your
0: absolutely. That's the, and so Which you
1: could do. I mean, midfielders yes. are coming on right now in yep. general. And so that is possible to take a discount. But but basically what, what you're asking people to do is take a discount forward yeah. in place well, of a premium forward. I guess,
0: so what what would you rather do? Would you rather have no would you rather have Lukaku as your forward if you could would you rather have him or would you rather have a budget guy and Pogba in your midfield? I would rather have Zlatan
1: blow his knee again.
0: (laughs) That's not an option. You heard what I said. (laughs) You heard the words I said.
1: But I win on all fronts if Zlatan gets hurt again. He's not. He's not. not not. He's a
2: lion,
0: Scott. This is a different 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 Manchester United time. He's going to twist his ankle this weekend. I don't know. Yeah, where
2: are
1: they playing? Norway or something?
2: Listen. The question to everyone, not, Lukaku question and Zlatan and what's going to happen with that, obviously valid. The other question is Pogba. No one else, for the most part, on United's team other than defenders, no one in the midfield we've, been, we've talked about for a long time because no one's been a, a, valuable. Pogba comes back first match, shows his value.
1: Uh-huh. But his value has been maximized for Lukaku. It was not great last year with, paired with Zlatan. No. With Lukaku no, no, no. this year, he's well, been excellent. Well, hold on. Technically, I can't...
2: Technically, there aren't stats to go against that. But I don't think it's just because Latan and Lukaku. I think I it do. has more to do with... I entirely do. I think it has more to do with the fact that he had to acclimate to to the club and to the
0: Premier League.
1: I think it has to, to do with the fact a, that he's buddies with Lukaku. Well, They've got chemistry. Okay, and that's true. And, and we, we need think, more time think, to compare the stats. Definitely you Mambro, don't think
0: being there changes everything... Yeah, no, no, no,
2: and that's absolutely true because his role changed, and we talked about that earlier in the season. How Modic being there would absolutely change the role of Pogba, so he could be more freeing
0: and going forward. So this is—it's is, probably a like combination is, of all of it, I feel which like is it's fine. A different Manchester United
1: team than last year. I, I agree. Like it's no question. So different. No I question. Agree. And it's been different without Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Here is the question: it's Paul she, Pogba. <laughs>
0: is eight dollars for for about 24 to 36 more hours that's exactly my point yeah his price is at the seller it will
2: only be going up in fact if he keeps on this pace you could gain over the next three or four weeks a tenth of a billion dollars per week he was the number
0: one midfielder while he was in there Exactly. Until, until he, was, he got hurt, he was the number one scoring He it, might have been the number one scoring player. If
2: you look at guys that are in his price range, under him, there's no one of value, even close. Ramsey would be the the, the next closest person, and he's at a seven, okay? But Pogba has, he's the same price as Secretson, and he, Sterling is at 8.1. It's, it's David complete- Silva is at 8.4, Marez is at
0: 8.4. Pogba's the cheapest out of all of them. Yeah, would you rather have Pogba or Sterling, at eight point one?
1: I, uh, you know how I feel about Manchester United and, and these superstars. I would rather have Pogba in that choice. No doubt I, about it. No, I think so That's too. What I, mean. I mean, and, and, and in the this first is game the, and he shows exact, his quality. This is the
0: exact reversal of what happened earlier in the season when the question was Pogba or McTarion, and Mctarian was assisting a goal a week.
1: Yeah, how was or more? Who was who, on the? Uh, what was that bet? Dave?
2: Yeah, it was between you and I, but it was when they were both playing. Yeah. Right
1: what now, side was I on?
0: McTarian. Oh suck. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But it was when they both played. So you guys hedged on both sides, so it's it I think it's gonna, Irrelevant be, a, I think bet. It's gonna be a wash. <laughs> it in might the be end. a wash. <laughs> no, now it's the exact reversal though. If you have McTarian and you haven't already sold to Pogba, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's very true. Anyways, man. bottom line is I guess
2: the thing is 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 if you wanted to get to him I don't know. I mean he comes back immediately, has a goal and an assist, and it's yep. just like, in he and Lukaku, always right now in the man bro world, right? Well, because they are on the field together. Except and they- there's a
1: lion. In the den. Man, you should read his whole quote. I it don't care. The, about it, it was
0: so good. I don't
2: care. Scott I don't Pogba's care. right it next was. to him as he's given the quote, and he is laughing his butt that off. That was they why loves Latte. I agree. I don't care. It
0: was so great. I hate him. What it's a so moment. It's he so knows man, he's
2: man, so being funny. Like. Sure, You're such sure. a hater, man. I get it.
1: You're such a hater. I am. I hate no that reason. guy. I was never happier last year than when he was writhing on the pitch. You just hate because you were
2: wrong about him at the beginning of the year and you thought didn't score. You didn't think he'd score 12 goals I took, all year, I took, and he had it by December. That's true.
1: That's true. I, I, but I thought he'd get hurt sooner. That was that was why I was wrong. <laughs> but
2: he never gets hurt! Anyways, moving <laughs> on. What's the next match? Next match.
1: This is the one Dave wants to really talk about. Arsenal 2, Tottenham 0. The goals from Skrota Mustafi and Alexis Sanchez. This only happened because... Uh, the referees what a couldn't, game couldn't, couldn't draw a straight line down down the pitch. What a game! Yeah. I guess you know Arsenal has been has been screwed several times this season. They, I guess they were bound to get called their way this time.
2: Listen, I said it before, and yes, I was whining about it last week. But you can also, or a couple weeks ago, whatever. But you can also, I did also say, go back and listen to the tape. Listen, sometimes that happens, and you just got to get over it, and you got to get past it. It All
1: balances out in the end, technically. Right? Even last year, when Mourinho was whining about United, it still balanced out. They got calls their way later on in the year. It That's it true. does happen. All right, let's talk about the the front three of Alexis, Lacazette, and Urzel. First time this season they've played together in a big match in a match in in the league, I believe, right? In the Premier League, I'll, I'll double check that while we while we talk. But those three, when we have seen them play, are dominant. They're yeah. very good.
0: It's the kind of thing that makes you wonder why it hasn't happened every single match. And who the can you blame for that? There's only one person only to blame one, for that. Yeah, of course. Uh, and
2: I w- listen. What has been my one complaint about Wenger all year? And I, for the most part, have been a defender. Is
0: that his? Is that his? His line his, It's that his
2: weak little arm celebration at goal. Oh, Brian, you love that, like the, the the double-fisted little little shake. Yay! Right, Yay. <laughs> right as they score, we did it.
1: Yay. <laughs> I mean, the man's Yay. 83. That's the most he can muster. I like that. Dave, I think, like I said before to
0: you, this entire segment for five minutes should just be you saying, I'm sorry, Mezzet, I think, for just over and over and no, over again.
2: No, but, and this is why I'm not going to say that. Listen, <coughs> it reali- I realized dear, exactly. Dear, here, I'll do
0: it for you. Dear Arsenal. No. no. You play the piano, yeah No. Piano listen, music I have my me. letter. Dear Arsenal. I wrote a letter.
2: <laughs> I wrote a letter to Arsenal this week, and I'm but I'm not ready to read it yet, okay? okay. Listen, th- this is what Ozil is. Ozil is that girlfriend that, that you had years ago, and you finally just break up with her. And you did it because, like, the good times were good, but the bad times were really bad. And you just never knew exactly what you were going to get. And you were tired of the inconsistencies. And you're like, finally, I'm done. She's going to be someone else's problem, but she ain't going to be mine. And that's exactly what Ozil is. On his great days, when he wants to play, and then the, he can perform like this. And then this. the next
0: time you see her, she's dating Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> exactly. Scott. Because she
1: might actually be awesome. This. Yeah, maybe maybe it was you the whole yeah, time. Maybe it's you or <laughs> the crazy one. Maybe you're the bra. <laughs> this was the third time, by the way, they'd played together. Okay, Third time. Everyone was
2: screaming for it in the city match and the liverpool match like is that and it didn't
1: happen uh-huh.
2: uh so i guess finally Wenger finally listened to people right and it happened and and this is a result now i'm not saying this is exactly the result i think mustafi playing was a massive plus for the gunners his clearances and headers and interceptions were were excellent on the day but uh, the story for anyone who watched every second of the match like i did and i've been an ozil hater all year Ozil was playing defense. Yep. He, he he was tracking back, he was making tackles, he was hustling. It wasn't till like the last till the eightieth minute where he was gassed and was stopping doing this. Which is maybe why he doesn't do it very often. It it might be. It, it could might. be no it, fitness. It
0: could be that he's just a really smart player and chooses not to exert himself constantly over the pitch the entire time. And
2: and it could be that too. I just wonder if he hasn't been hearing all the noise. And, and and this is what's so frustrating for any Arsenal fan who watches this and sees what he can do. Now when you don't see that, you're going to be like, screw you, man, I know what you can do. Yep. Why are you screwing us all?
1: It's it's almost worse when you know what he can do in terms of positive play and you and, don't see and it that. And it's been a long time
2: since he had given any type of a, of a performance like this, so you'd kind of forgotten, and then you see it again and you're like, Holy frick, how he many, really does have
0: it. How many good fantasy weeks has he had now
1: out of the last say 5? It's been pretty good for for o- Ozil. He's definitely he's definitely been on a tear ever since Dave decided he wanted him to be sold. 13 6 1 and 6. Yeah, he's doing great. Is he good enough to buy or is he too
0: expensive?
2: He's 9.3.
0: That's a lot. So, he, he's 0.3 he... less than than Sala. No way in the world you're owning no, owning him and not Salah. No, yeah, here's absolutely. A, right. Here's the thing, though. You, would if, you own him over Mane? No, I would own Mane. Oh man, that's a tougher one. That is tougher. I I still I own like Mane both better.
1: Liverpool players before I own result. Yeah, I, as the as, NBC I mean, I the just, NBC sports crew here in the states nailed it. I think I think it's nine. Uh, Tottenham in their last 17 matches against the other top six clubs have only earned nine out of a possible 51 points. They just do not show up for the big matches. It makes your Spurs players almost unplayable when they're playing someone else. Oh, and this is away, away against the top six. It makes them almost unplayable when they're playing anyone away in the top six, whereas Arsenal, it's the exact opposite. They actually play well in the big matches. They pointed out next week at Burnley is the match you've got to worry about. That's the match where Urzel's not going to show up. You're right,
0: it, it might not be.
1: And not to jump off of
0: that, com- I mean, comparatively for Spurs, uh, looking at their schedule ahead, honestly, till January 21st. Uh, they play. They have matches that you'd say almost entirely favorable until well into January. They play Manchester City on the 16th of December. Uh, with, a, with a couple of matches like at Leicester at the end of this month, at Burnley the week after they play Manchester City. Other than that, their schedule is yeah. great the rest <laughs> of the way. And and honestly, like that's, I mean, you really get a ton of really good matches from from Arsenal, too. I mean, sure. I feel and like the only thing that you really learned about this is maybe uh, Delhi and Harry Kane aren't as fit as uh, everyone would have liked well, them to be.
1: So Wait, go ahead, Scott. That has nothing to do with me. I just I started a couple times, and so that's going to be in oh, the mic. So no, no, that's, you're fine. that's me reacting no, to that. No, no, you're fine.
2: My thoughts on Harry Kane and Ali. Uh, Brian, when we were watching the game, yeah, and it's uh, Arsenal's up two 0 but Harry got pulled, I think, in the seventieth minute ish, around there. Yeah,
0: Kane if, and Deli both subbed off with fifteen minutes left and for Son and for Son and
2: Lorente, which aren't horrible subs, but you, uh, I believe, at the time, uh, Sissoko and Dembele were still in the field, and my thought was like, bring on Lorente, great, and Son, great, but don't take off Ali and Kane. But you know what I realized. Who has a midweek Champions League match? Sure,
1: maybe. And it's somewhat big. I mean, Borussia Dortmund's not eliminated yet. Maybe.
2: Well, and and they're in pole position to 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 win their um, group to win their group over Madrid. So there is a chance that says, "Hey, we're away from home. Uh, We're We're not down two,
1: huh? We're down. We're down two two away
2: from home, and we got a Champions League match that currently. I mean, we're still ahead of Arsenal on the table. Arsenal's up to nothing. We've already given it all we had." Maybe I need to save save they Ali gave, and Erickson a little
0: bit. Fifty percent of whatever they had. Here's here's. I the, mean, I feel like they didn't. I feel like it was a. It just seemed really lackluster. And
2: Spurs could not get the ball in the middle of the field. It, it was yeah, almost like we never heard Erickson's name. Is what it felt like most yeah, of the he game. Said that a lot.
1: And that's the thing is you know I'm not saying that you should sell your Spurs players with the stat that I gave earlier. That's not the point. The point is you should have looked ahead and known this is not the this is not the match to Captain Harry Kane. So to the yeah. thousands of people who captained Harry Kane, because sure. that's what you always do, this was the wrong match to do that. Although, you could have predicted it well, well, once,
2: you know, In he fairness.
0: Had, he did have history on his side. Exactly. That's
2: in, what I was going to say. In fairness, but his last like three or four matches against Arsenal, he, he had but scored. you own Harry Kane. I, I, did, I, I did, did not you captain him. him. No, I didn't.
0: I own Harry Kane, and I did not captain him. Sure. I, just, there, I, I mean, I don't want to just say it's like a spooky like, sixth sense or something, but I had no – I just didn't feel any sense of confidence for them. Well, going Dave, into you didn't even match, play Christian Eriksen. I didn't.
1: You benched Christian Eriksen. N- yeah, no,
2: I, it's true. I kind of just went with um, a little bit of Spurs hate a okay, little bit.
1: Fair. Well, it worked out. I, well, until Eriksen came into lineup. I Erickson played Harry Kane because lineup. of his yeah. record. <laughs> I played
2: Harry Kane because I thought the game might be 2-2, but I played Harry Kane because of his record against Arsenal recently. Eriksen, I felt like for some reason, I, I just luck, um, I felt like he wasn't going to play. My mistake was, though, my mistake of the week by far was having him as the first sub in right. and not my two other bench players, which well, was
1: you're being hard on yourself. Your other two bench players were Umar Nias and Jack Cork. You would put Christian Erickson ahead of Umar Nias and Jack Cork.
2: Pending on the matchups.
1: Yes. But most I weeks. mean Anyways. You, you, you did most the right weeks, thing. yes. It just turned out that this week both of the <laughs> other guys got double digit points. I know. Uh, just brutal. I I want to go back to to Lukaku too and say that I'm not uh, Maybe you sell Lukaku like we talked about, but at the very least, if you're going to keep him, you're going to think twice before you keep captaining him, even yeah. if he is your number one forward. Same thing here with Harry Kane; you could have thought that through, but don't sell him. You might want to captain him again uh, this week, forward. against at home against West Brom. Exactly, yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, he's captain exactly. him this week. But real quick here,
2: uh, Christian Erickson's last four weeks: two, two, three, and two. Yeah, that's
0: why he's one yeah. of the for, he's why he's one of the number one most sold players his in form in the past few weeks his form is down yeah
1: yeah and i you know we i noted two weeks ago you know i did a double transfer uh getting rid of delhi ali and i certainly was not upset about that move after no. one match no delhi's
2: last three games granted he didn't play the one against crystal palace but have been twos yeah
1: so yep i'm i'm okay with what i actually sold him got pascal gross in that place you also
2: could say that they're due in other words, well, like this, they're not going to. That's right. This, continue run, continue this that.
0: run of matches coming up will, will be much better for them than it has been. Ha, have you sure.
2: said their matches coming up, Brian? No, just what? they play
0: West Brom at home this week. Uh, West Brom, which we we, can, we don't need to talk much about them now, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, that's a, a great matchup. Well, we have lots at the to mo- say at, when at we the get moment. To that match, and then at Leicester, and then at Watford in the next three. I mean, other than that, though, you go right back to back after that at home Stoke and home Brighton. I mean, yeah. the next five matches are,
1: are nice for very them. very nice for Spurs. Dave, can you give us your uh, open letter to your favorite club? Did you
0: already you do your Arsenal moment?
1: No, I haven't. Oh, okay, <clears throat> we'll do this and, and be done with the,
2: this match. Dear Arsenal, hello old friend, I've missed you. Where have you been? I've been watching you all season and I am so happy to now see your bright shining face. How I've longed to see you return from the frail mentality land in which you have been dwelling. It had been so long, I thought I might not ever see your free-flowing attacking style of football again. The defense was playing well, cutting off most passes that tried to penetrate the back line. Mustafi was clearing everything and was even scoring goals as well. Ramsey and Xhaka understood each other and didn't put the other in a bad defensive position, and Sanchez, Lacazette, and Ozil, also known as AOL, were the best we have seen them all year. Ozil, surprisingly, was a standout player. In fact, I question whether or not that was actually Ozil out there playing. Yes, that's right, the king of mental weakness, the player with the toughness of wet toilet paper, actually decided to play. And not just play offense when it was convenient, he played defense as well. Tracking back when needed, playing defensively as far back as the box, winning headers, making tackles, and then starting the break. He was weirdly fantastic. And yet it makes all gutter fans ask all the more, why can't we see this type of effort all the time? Now that we see what he is capable of, it will be painfully obvious when he underperforms in the future. But enough of that. Let's talk about how you embarrassed your North London rivals again. We won't say their name, as it shouldn't be spoken. But we all know what's going on. They came in on their mighty North London horse, thinking that they owned the North, but they didn't. They were once again reminded of the trophies, legacy, and history of the Arsenal Football Club.
0: Will those will be better at Manchester United in January or Barcelona? <laughs>
1: Uh, definitely Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number one, there's something poetic about penetrating the back line in your letter <laughs> sure, there. of course. Number two, Arsenal can't uh, – I get why as a fan you'd be excited, an Arsenal sure. fan, yeah, sure. uh, about this result. However, as an Arsenal neutral, they can't win with me because when they do well in a match like this, it's like, well, of course, they're going to show up for that match. Right. But when they don't show up at Turf more, I'm going to be like, of course – they won't show up for that match because that's Arsenal. It honestly, at some point, Dave, you're right. I mean, you got to cut ties with Özil. You know what you got. You know what you're going to get. He's capable of this. He's not going to keep doing it. Sure. Alexis is the same way. To me, there was something after the first goal where the, all of the guys are celebrating off in the corner. Yep. Mustafi's goal. I think it was Mustafi's. It could have been Lukasz's, but either way, after one of the goals, they're all celebrating off in the corner except for Urzel and Alexis. They came last to the party. They walked up together side by side. It
2: was Mustafi's goal because they... And uh,
1: high-fived, but no hugging. No, like just And I, I totally read into that way too much, but I thought to myself, huh, interesting. And then I thought, you know, if Wenger could figure out how to spend some money well, Arsenal would be a better club after they sell Urzel and Alexis. Maybe. West Brom nil. Chelsea, four. Alvaro Morata, Eden Hazard with a brace, and Marcus Alonso. Dave, if Urzel had one middle finger in your face, Eden Hazard had the other one in Mm -hmm. your face. Man, Man,
0: Hazard is killing it. And the best thing about Eden Hazard right now, for anyone who spends on him, is that he's not even 5% owned across all
1: of FPL. Will he sustain this? this, Which Hazard is this?
0: They are flying right now.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: And I... I would bet on him sustaining it more than I would bet on him not sustaining it. He's
2: expensive, man. I know he's expensive. Six, his last four games, 5 11, 3 18. Those two games. Goals, they, the, two goals
0: the, and the assist. Don't forget his <coughs> assist that he added, plus, I'm sure, many, many bonus points to go with his big total. He had three bonus I points. I mean, this is, a. I feel like, another one you can't lose between Murata and Hazard. I mean, they are just destroying it right now. Welcome back to Fantasy Premier League, Marcus Alonso. Yeah, he's still so
1: overpriced.
0: I know, and he's uh, and he still looks exactly the same way I remember from weeks and weeks ago. Yeah. Whenever he scored <laughs> his other goals,
1: hate that weird jawline that he has. Um, is that too judgmental? Yeah, it's bit. pretty judgmental. Yes, it is.
0: Uh, of all the nails that you could drive into the West Brom coffin, this was this was a freaking railway spike, man.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh, to man. the extent that Tony Pulis is out. Yeah. Let the celebration begin. Yeah,
0: maybe on that side of the table.
1: Woo! I,
2: I couldn't discover, I couldn't figure out who was celebrating more West Brom fans when they found this out or Scott Weeby. The
0: only thing the only thing that would Me make neither. you happier is if
1: if Mark Hughes got the flu this week. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that sucks is I was looking at the table. I'm like, all right, which bottom club is going to hire Tony Pulis to try to be saved from relegation? Swansea, possibly. He might end up at Swansea. You never know. Uh, so Tony Pulis is sacked. He's out. Sacked yeah. by their uh, owner, who yeah. deserves to be lauded. You to are be so praised. happy about Tony
0: Pulis being being sacked. That, that I you put. want a how to say yes. for the West Brom owner yes. who had to a, make the decision. <laughs> to yes, do it. and yep. then I
1: wrote a limerick
0: about this it. This is so hateful.
1: We are we are loading in on Tony Pulis being out. Are we already done talking about the game? Oh yeah, you're not going to change no, anything about guys, the only thing.
0: Club. The, the only thing that is is, a, is iffy here is that yet again you get some points from Cesc Fabregas. Who's gonna sure. Who's gonna do this the rest of the season? Yep, Nickel and Dime because he's good. Yeah, he's
1: good for them. He is. He's a good player. Period. He has yep. been for many years. It's just a matter of how much playing time he gets and the opportunities that he gets while he's out on the pitch. Brian, we just bought that mic. Now be careful. <laughs> Look. Do you want some music for this? How to say? Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, sure. I I I can't
0: wait for this suggestion. Well, in in. Uh, Let's do, uh, let's just in in West Brom, in, in honor of West Brom, which I'll be in, and the, the faithful, let's do uh, Oingo Boingo. Boing. The, the, boing, the Boing Boing thing. That they do. That's the closest <laughs> I can do. You <laughs> know how they say Boingo. Boing Boing. You know how they say Boing Boing. It. Uh, let's do, They. I think Weird Science is Oingo I'm actually Boingo.
1: starting to doubt how much West Brom matches I've seen. How many?
0: This week's How to Say is nothing but sadness. I mean that for me only.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> Today we say goodbye to one of this podcast's favorite people, hmm? West, <laughs> West <laughs> Bromwich Albion <laughs> finally boinged Tony Pulis to the curb.
2: <laughs>
0: but you're probably sitting there saying to yourself, I already know how to say Tony. I'm already <laughs> very uncomfortable when I think about saying Pulis. <laughs> what are we learning to say here exactly? That's what you're sitting there thinking. I was thinking that, yeah. What we're here, how to saying, is the owner of West Bromwich Albion, the Chinese owner who took over officially in September of last year, Lai. That's the family name, Lai. Okay. And oh, that it, comes first. That's not. easy enough. I thought you were a Yeah, I mean, it, yes. Uh, yes. If you look him up, like, say, on Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> which I did today. Yeah. That's what the, it's a, that's the, would be the reverse of what the normal, or what our order would be, the European. The given name. Well, it's not as difficult as it could be. So, I guess if there's a silver lining here, it's that I don't wish bodily harm on you, Scott, for making me look deeper into <laughs> saying this name. <laughs> yeah. Your West Brom owner, ultimately responsible for ending the misery of at least the last 12 weeks of baggy footballs. Lai Guo Chuan. Okay. Guo Chuan. All right. Um, Guo Chuan? Guo Chuan.
1: Yep. Yep. Is this our so, first Chinese how to say? I think yeah,
0: it is. Uh, we, yes, it is. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, good call. Because we've, we've,
0: had, we've had Korean, we've had uh, Thai, we've had some, we've had some, we had yeah. some Dutch. We've yeah. had plenty of yeah, Dutch. I would think a few Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some French, too. <laughs> Maybe. The best part of this, we're, this is the one-month anniversary of Tony Pulis giving his vote of confidence that Lai Guo-Chuan was supportive of the direction he was taking the team. Tony Pulis's vote. A month of, ago. Yeah, it was a one month ago today. Vote of self confidence. Yeah, mean the vote, vote of self confidence might be worse than the vote of confidence <laughs> uh, uh, from, the, from the owners or from chairman. But it's four, in four days, it'll be the nine month anniversary of West Brom chairman John Williams giving Tony his highest vote of confidence. Oh, man. Just this past February, recommending to the anticipated new owners. That Tony Pulis had earned a contract extension.
1: Yeah, but when the owner shows up for the first time in what six weeks? Yeah, it's a rare appearance apparently. to the stadium, and you get housed like you did, like like you did here. After
0: not, you've lost over and over and over again, yeah. what did they have? Three draws in their last nine, or something like that. I don't think not, they had. A, they had, even, had a, not good, man. I don't think not
1: they had good. a win in the last eleven matches. Well, in honor of this event, I just oh, want to okay want to drive my railway stake. Through this Tony Pulis coffin, if I may. I wrote a limb. I was inspired. I was inspired by this occasion. This boring, awful football that's infected the Premier League for several years now. Finally gone. Mm. Free Nasser Chadley. Free Nasser Chadley. Free Chris Brunt. You got any more?
2: Free Matt
0: Phillips. Yeah, yeah, that's 100% for sure. Yeah, okay.
1: So. I went ahead and I uh, put a little bit of a limerick together. And anyone who doesn't know, I'll just explain. A limerick sets up like A-A-B-B-A. All right? Oh, okay, so I believe you that? just went over that, for right. sure. <clears throat> just going to make sure everyone here knows what to expect. Limerick. Brian, uh, Dave, yes. you f- get your finger on the button. Sure, I'm ready. Here we go. You ready? Lai Guo Chuan is worth three billion bucks. That's way too much money to own a club that sucks. Mm. I wonder where this limerick is going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a surprise we're in for here. (laughs) You just ruined it. I'm sorry. I have to start over now. All right, all right. Start start over. over. (laughs) (sighs) Lai Chuan is worth three billion bucks. That's way too much money to own a club that sucks. He could buy the whole league and must suffer from baggy fatigue. At least he fired Pulis, who was never worth two. <laughs> oh, good.
2: Yeah! Yes! Way to go, we will, gl-
0: we will definitely be talking about Tony Pulis again this season. As
1: a Swans manager. <laughs> as, some, as a manager somewhere in a team that's desperate. Ah, uh, excellent. A shame. Scott. I hope we see Sam Allardyce before we see Tony Peele. Yeah, I agree. Liverpool three, Southampton nil. Mohamed Salah continues to put his middle finger in Dave's. This is just a this a running theme man, here. I'm so tired of his finger. Man, and uh, Philippe Coutinho uh, topped it off.
0: FPL had been making a big deal about the most transferred in curse. You know, every player the last like five weeks or something like that. The most transferred in player ended up scoring a one or a two or nothing or something like that. Salah is just. This was. Uh, for two straight matches, the Saints somehow managed to go nil-nil against Liverpool last year. This one, there was almost no chance of that. This Saints team is such trash, I can't even believe.
1: It's true. And that's um, why there really isn't a whole lot to say of this match. You either, whoever you own, or d- you have already decided you're never going to own, you've still got that same opinion after this match.
0: Coutinho, Firmino, Sala. Mane gets out there for 73 minutes. 73 minutes. Welcome back, Sadio Mane, after... Apparently being out and then not being out and then Seriously. Uh, being back again permanently. Uh thought Adam Lallana might get in there. He's uh he is was named to the uh Sevilla squad uh coming up what will be uh today for anyone listening to it. Uh but which is he may or may not play, but whatever. you want me to not say that? <laughs> Why, is that too much pressure? <laughs> for what?
1: He just guaranteed the pod would be out on Tuesday. Oh, uh. <clears throat> Thanks, Brian.
0: <laughs> Adam Milano is named to the Sevilla squad, so we I mean, thought thought you might maybe see him here. He did not did not get any time, but um, this is getting back to fully healthy Liverpool. A uh, big surprise for everyone who jumped in on Joe Gomez. Uh, happy to see Trent Alexander Arnold be the one who, Amazing. Uh, <laughs> who gets the start. Um, also, Matip does not play, picks up a knock midweek, and doesn't make the squad. So uh, your most consistent Liverpool defender for the season is Alberto Moreno. Yeah, yeah. Alberto Amazing. Moreno uh, is has been the, be- the best, most consistent guy for them. I thought it was Lovren.
1: It's sad because Andy Robertson has been promising when he's gotten yeah, out there. But anytime
0: he he's been out there, yeah, free, talk
1: about freeing a guy. Free Andy Robertson. He Andy, can't get Andy. ahead of Moreno. Um he can't even get involved in the rotation. Honestly, he's been the biggest. Flash he's the hand. one who he's been the one who's been affected the most by Liverpool being knocked out of the League Cup as early as they were. Mm, yeah.
0: Uh, Simone Mignolet had nothing to do in this <laughs> match. Not one thing. Not one save. Yeah. But you'll get that whenever you, as a Southampton team,
1: have five total shots and none of them are on target. Well, I don't not think. one of. I them. think it's February. The last time Shane Long has scored, he was the one who started this match. South, Southampton is going to find themselves uh, relegated if they don't
0: start doing something. Not if
1: they not if they hired Tony Pulis. They did the
0: same thing this match wrong, where they got a shot out of an attacking player. Everyone else that took shots, I think they got one from was it Shane Long? I feel like Van, Virgil Van Dyke had the same number of shots that any forward had for them. Nathan Redmond, who only shoots, it seems like this season. Doesn't even get a shot in the game. Like, I don't, this is, I feel like it's so many weeks of this. Cedric, Ryan Bertrand, in a way, Fraser Forster. I I mean, it's a little bit different with a goalkeeper, but I don't know what you're doing with any of these guys. Wesley Hoot comes in for Yoshida again. Van Dyke's the one guy that's, you know, he he does get a shot, but I don't know what you're doing with this team. There's there's nothing nothing to do with Nothing. Nothing. It makes me so angry. So, let's
2: just talk liverpool i am curious uh, a few of the champions league teams especially when we get over the next couple of weeks going into the christmas the christmas onslaught of games uh-huh. they're also carrying two each of the champions league teams all five are carrying two extra games champions league okay and chances are they're probably playing most of their first teamers cuz all of them almost, i think every english team has a chance to win their group okay My point being is, I wonder how this will affect at all, if at all, some of the Premier League matches.
1: I don't know. I was starting to say this earlier, uh, one of the times when I tried to cut both of you guys off, and I'm sorry about that, by the way. No, you're all right, man. But uh, the Premier League managers have done a better job of using their subs
0: this year. This year.
1: I agree and i think that's going to help a little bit. Mm-hmm. it's gotten guys some minutes, it's gotten some guys out on the pitch so they're at least acclimated to the action even if they're not playing more than 15 minutes on average. they're still getting out there and it's still providing some rest to uh, the the first teamers. yeah. so i think i think it's going to be okay. i mean i think you're going to see some interesting lineups. i think you're going to get burned by uh, you know, some guys getting benched here and there kind of like yeah. what we're already seeing with city but that just means you gotta have a bench. You gotta have you gotta have that first spot on your bench yeah. ready to go. You gotta have a you gotta have a starting twelve in your fantasy. Going lineup.
2: into this break, I I absolutely agree with that. That you you need to use your bench spots and start slowly changing it so that you your bench spots are all players that are active and that could be productive if called into action. Correct. Absolutely. Because right. you don't want to get caught. And you know. Arsenal, I wouldn't put, I mean, they have Europa League matches, but they've been playing almost a completely different 11 in Europa League matches. And that's the benefit of playing in Europa League is that, right? I mean, they can get away with it playing, honestly, an entire second 11 in those matches. But the other teams, the other five English teams in, the, in Champions League, they, they don't have that option, really. I mean, they could, but I'm not sure how successful you're going to be, especially when all five have a chance to win their groups, which which would be very unprecedented.
1: They all have 14 to 16 guys that they probably would feel comfortable with if they're all healthy. And that's, that's half your squad if you play them all. So I don't know. I think you'll see a lot, like I said, a lot of mixing and matching. But at the same time, you're going to see a lot of estimates on what can I get away with. That's, that's what you get. What What's the most subs I can play and still get three points from this match? Yeah. And that's why you see some of the results that you do that are surprises. Burnley 2, Swansea nil. Jack Cork, Ashley Barnes with the goals. But really, just about everyone in our league, anyway, benefited by having at least two or three Burnley backliners in their, in their lineup, whether it be Nick Pope, Ben Mee, Stephen Ward, or all three in, in Steven, John, Joe, uh, Philip Ward,
2: that, that guy? That guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many people got multiple clean sheets just from this result alone?
2: There's no doubt I have two. I own two Burnley defenders. And, I shockingly, do, I, I actually own Jack Cork as well as my midfielder who plays every match, although doesn't often score well. He was the last place on my bench, Scott, as he scored 11 points this match.
1: Amen. You couldn't Killing have predicted that. me. Couldn't, couldn't have predicted that but yeah listen burnley hey, this players, just in burnley is good pope this for year
2: pope nick pope is awesome yep the, the only reason why you wouldn't want to own nick pope is if you're behind in a league and wanted to own someone else that other people didn't have that were getting clean sheets that would be a reason to not own nick pope because everyone else in your league owns
1: nick pope i gave you my reason <laughs> Three point one percent ownership, Dave, of Nick Pope. Yeah, that's insane. That's gone up from two. Well, two in weeks our league, ago. it's like
2: ninety percent. That's true. We're, I mean, <laughs> we all listen to our pod, though.
0: Yeah,
1: well, what and, do we do? and except except
0: Brian. Well, no, he does. He was just trying to go for the. You, you
1: tried to be too fancy. Hey, don't overthink this thing, man.
0: Listen, like, Pope. That's, that's why one team is doing good and the other team is doing. Well, this wasn't a bad week. That's the that's the thing. I had yeah. a good week this week. Just everyone, 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 everyone had, everyone week. had, oh, had, everyone had
2: everyone great weeks. Week, so our league had a great week.
1: Period. Yeah. That's it, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I own only- Tammy Abraham, and I'm a little worried about that back. Yeah, I was gonna say that he, yeah, got, he got dinged up a little this, bit. This this whatever is going on with Swansea.
0: I mean, I I feel like you'll get goals every once in a while, but I, I don't know what else you're doing with almost anyone else. Uh, maybe if you were really, really desperate for dollars and you felt like having Jordan Ayew as <laughs> your third striker, oh. I don't know what else you're doing. There's, not, there's no one else, not even Alfie Mawson. Uh, oh. I mean, Fabianski had a bunch of saves, but, I mean, th- at this point, I don't know what I don't know what you're counting on them to do.
2: Swansea's lost their last four matches.
0: Yeah. This is just not this is just a a not good Swansea team right now that doesn't that that was already having trouble creating things, you know, as the season has gone on. I mean, Tammy Abraham was a bright spot and so, you know, everything's kind of yet to be seen where it's at with them. Um Robbie Brady got an assist here. It's his first returns in a in a good long while. People jumped on him a good bit. Earlier in the season because he went he had two assists in, in three matches like the third week of the season or something. Um, I feel like he's still good I mean I feel like he's still a good a good value at that at that price, but, um, hey, Swansea, but you can get but you can get better folks I think in that in that in that range
2: Swansea's 19th in the table and in their next six matches, they have a chance in my opinion to win one, and that was when they play their' home to West Brom. This week they're playing Bournemouth, then they're at Chelsea, at Stoke. I, I I imagine them losing both of those games, and then they play West Brom, and then they're then they play uh, home to Manchester City, and then at Everton. Swansea's got a rough go of it, and they're already in nineteenth place. They've lost four in a row. I don't see that changing anytime soon.
1: And uh, Paul Clement referred to their confidence as being in a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah, you think. Watford 2 West Ham 0. Will Hughes and Richarlison score the goals for the
2: Hornets. Hey, who who started Will Hughes in in uh, the fantasy league this week? Not me, and not anyone else.
0: Not anyone at all. But we <laughs> in all In the entire world. We all
2: Did have to start Will
0: Hughes at all. I'm sure his ownership is I would I can't imagine that it's much above 1%. It's point 0.2. Yeah, I was going to say. I would have I, I I wouldn't have even
1: bet on a up one single whole percent. So enough about him. Richarlison scoring that obviously helped all of his owners. Uh, but really the story here is on the other side, right? David Moyes' first match as West Brom manager and uh, not much has changed just yet. Let me jump right into the manager <laughs> quote of the week. I'm going to give it to David Moyes, new West Brom manager. you guys ready to hear what he had to say? West Brom or West Ham? Did I say West Brom? You did. All right, West Ham. Thank you. Okay, West sure. Ham. I always thought this was a big job. Some big players with big reputations disappointed me a lot. I thought they would show me more. They need to show me why they have got that reputation. I don't enjoy the performance, and I expected us to do better. I don't know how he said it. I just sure. read it.
2: I mean, you... I mean, he could have said it with that much attitude. I felt like you, you definitely said it with some attitude.
1: Those are those are heavy words. He's not known for being an uplifting uh, uh, presence, especially to the media as it relates to his own players.
2: Yeah. Well, I think Chicharito is already on record uh, and or reports are that those two didn't mesh. He's still a little uh, butthurt about not being played enough at United when Moyes was there. So I wonder if there's not some trouble on the horizon there. Just saying.
1: Crystal Palace 2, Everton 2, James McArthur and Wilfried Zaha score for Palace. Leighton Baines on a penalty kick, and Umar Nias uh, later on make this a level match. Now, this is one of the few where I've got the note, good refereeing in my notes. Absolutely the right call, in my opinion, to give Leighton Baines the opportunity. To put on the, the ass? On. Yes. On
0: the ass's flop?
1: No, he got taken down. I thought down. he
0: was hit up in there the upper contact. body. There was the contact. There was definitely contact. We will find out if he faces, if he gets the, the ban for diving. I
1: would be,
2: I I would it, be upset. I thought it was he okay, says too. He I thought it was shocked.
0: okay. He would be shocked
1: if it happened. I but absolutely. The outcry is strong. It's ridiculous. There was contact. He was taken down. There might have been a little theatrics. It wasn't like taken, taken down.
2: There was contact. And well, he was went down. down.
1: He, he went down. Sterling-ish. I think it was a. Still
0: I contact. think it was more of an issue of Scott Dan is big, and Umar Nias is
1: smaller. Take that. Take that play and put it fifteen yards back on the pitch, and that's a Scott Dan foul. Put it in the penalty box. It should be a Scott Dan foul, and it was, and I was happy to see it.
0: Sorry,
2: Scott Dan or Scott Dam.
0: No, Scott
1: Dan. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We're giving out the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award to another Crystal Palace player yet again. They just can't stop getting this award. Mm. Really, there's one player in particular who just can't stop getting He, he thinks this is an award he wants, apparently, because we he might keeps need to getting
2: it. the award? The Cameron <laughs> Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award?
1: I don't know. Cameron Jerome has such a, a lofty place in our hearts it's for wastefulness. That's a fact. But this guy is definitely qualifying. Okay. Uh, it is Christian Benteke. He yeah. had an opportunity. There was no one else between him and the keeper. Uh, or sorry, between him and the goal other than the keeper. And uh, and he sent the ball fairly wide. So wide, in fact, that the keeper didn't even try for it. Embarrassing. He knew it was so going
0: embarrassing. so
1: far wide. And he, obviously he made poor contact with it. But still, you got to do better, Benteke. Zaha would put that in. He's
2: rusty, man. Yeah, I was going to say, he's rusty, But guess what, man? You're supposed to be a professional. Most high schoolers could have put that in.
1: Now, I own Richarlison, and I'm pretty happy about that. Have for several weeks. But the news about Marco Silva is making me a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Everton have put in a couple of bids for him, and he wants to go. Yeah. He wants to go to Everton. Yeah. The, this could be really interesting
2: if this develops. The the reports are that Everton very possibly have bid ten million pounds to for the rights for Marco Silva to come it, manage their, their
1: their club. And there's so much narrative going on in the Premier League this year. Yeah. It's crazy because we've talked about this before with your fantasy squad. You want to have a pretty stable lineup. Yeah stable squad where you can just use your free transfer every match week to just to replenish based on injury or, or poor form or something like that. But that's nearly impossible. Okay. I mean, we're talking about Lukaku all of a sudden being under threat because of Zlatan's return. We're talking about Richarlison. Who knows about the manager situation? We've got managers getting fired all over the place. Yeah. Things are changing like crazy every week. It's like, what do you – and then when when none of those things are an issue, you've got rotation. Yeah. Squad rotation. How are you supposed to be a successful fantasy owner this year? What's fascinating is the fact that Marco Silva has a Watford
2: team that is four four points behind Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. Okay, Arsenal and Liverpool are four points behind second place United. Sure, but you
1: know what Everton has? Oil money, history. Well, oh, Everton's well. got a new owner that wants to spend some money. He wants to spend some money. He did spend some money. They've got and, great players. And They've let's got be better honest, players let's be than honest. Watford does.
2: Marco Silva, is there a better uh is there a better kind of mid-table manager? I I don't want to say he's just a mid-table manager, but I'm he hasn't managed a, a big club yet. He's been working his way up sort of.
1: But there's only one way. Everton will If he prove, gets to
2: Everton, Everton won't be the biggest club he's been at.
1: Yeah, there's only one way that you prove you're a big club kind of manager. We, and, and you, you go to a it. big club That's at some it. point. I know. And and how do you get to be at a big club? You do well stepping your way up and the he, league. And Marco
2: Silva's been doing that, man.
1: From Hull to Watford yeah. to Everton—that's a natural progression. Yeah, and he came. And
2: let's not forget how bad the Hull situation was that he came into when and, they had no signings, and
1: they nearly stayed up. Yep. It, yep. What did it go to the last match of the season? Yeah. Well,
0: they yeah they didn't lose that weird one to, to Sunderland at the end of the season. Oh, He's they really stayed. good, and now stay up. yeah,
1: and then he had he was there for the summer at Watford. Brings in a bunch of guys. Studs.
2: Yep. Studs. Decore, Rochalison. And I know that's not all players. him,
1: but still, he's put that into a squad that is performing easily top half and right And these players now,
2: really. are absolutely playing for him.
1: Aside from, if it wasn't for Burnley, we'd be talking about Watford all the time. You're right. Outside of the top six.
0: Absolutely. Welcome back, Gilfie Sigurdsson. First attacking returns uh, of the season. An assist. I on, like to an think. Assist on, on, uh, an assist on the... The Niass goal, uh two bonus points to go along with that assist. Uh Gilfie played an actually good game in this one.
1: Um, I, I don't want to take away from your comment about Gilfie, Brian, but you mentioned Nias. He is a five pound forward. Yeah. He's gone up. He was four point nine when I bought I him. don't I don't care what he's gone yeah. up. He's at five pounds. Yeah. This he, is Umar Nias's team now. Why would and and you know what the there's there's only one difference between Cummins Everton and Unsworth Everton, and that's that Unsworth is willing to play Umar Nias. Yep, yep. And as long as he's willing to play Umar Nias, I want to own that guy, Scott. What did I say last
2: week about? Who happens to always be in the right place at the right time?
1: It's, it's Nias. It's true. It's true. It happened again this week. Brian, if I sell Lukaku for Nias, I get yep. six and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Scott, it. I mean, Scott, you,
0: <laughs> that's
2: what I did last week. What? I sold Lukaku and bought Nias and to put I,
0: Nias on the
2: bench. That's true. You yeah, did. I did put him on the bench. That's a lot of points, which is not dumb. He was behind Erickson. But who were your forwards? My strikers, Murata, Kane, and Nias.
1: Yeah, see, that makes total sense. So, right. I mean, you're going to want to play three forwards most weeks now, I think.
2: I, I I feel very comfortable doing it.
1: Yeah, but I get why you didn't play him in front of Kane and Marauder. Marauder sure.
0: Calvert-Lewin subs on. Wayne Rooney does not see the pitch.
1: He's not in, going to under Unsworth.
0: In, in this match. You don't think so? uh, But no. David Unsworth said he praised Wayne Rooney for being a really good team player and getting everyone up good for them. Good the, Yes, for being very You know very what that means, right? Yes, it means it means have a seat back there, old man. Thanks thanks for trying hard and, and, and helping our first
2: yeah. teamers in practice. Hey, Everton, good schedule for Everton next three matches for uh, Unsworth. I'm I'm interested at in Southampton. At Southampton. Okay. Home to West Ham, home
1: to Huddersfield.
0: Well, it, as, long it's as, team. as long as Nias keeps flopping for PKs, you could pick up Leighton Baines too. There's no flopping. <laughs> there's no. That's true though. Although I
1: think it's the first time in forever that Leighton Baines has scored back-to-back matches because of PKs. But there's no flop. That was a, that was a good call. Hey, Ruben Loftus Cheek is four and a half dollars. He's good too. Yep. But Zaha, Zaha Nias. That was this. That's that's all this match was about. Zaha Nias. Yep. Interesting. Born with four, Huddersfield nil. Callum Wilson, we always knew he had this in him.
2: In your face, Scott. What are you you've been about? a doubter and a hater on Callum Wilson. I am and not. Brian has been singing his praises. In your face, Scott Wiebe. What?
1: <laughs> what? Scott,
2: listen, I just wanted to be on record that a couple weeks ago, Brian in the injury roundup said, hey, Listen, Callum Wilson's back, and, and you are shaking your head over there. And you're like, Brian, what am I doing right now? And, and Brian's like, Bri- Scott, you're shaking yeah. your head. And, 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 and you, Scott, you're like, I it's I not going to matter. It's it's not talk that way. It's, it's, not, what are it's, you doing? it's just what not going to matter.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> Did is, someone just like, crank up the speed on our podcast to one and, <laughs> and a half
0: times? There is nothing better than extending your lead after you're down to 10 minutes.
1: Well, okay, no so kidding. I wanted to get to that. So... Simon Francis is sent off. Is it just before halftime? Yes. Uh, yes. So just before halftime, sent off, double yellow, justifiably so. Absolutely. Uh, and Bournemouth are up two nil at that point. Now I felt bad for Huddersfield because that first goal should never have happened. Yeah. For Bournemouth and and Charlie Daniels should have gotten at least a yellow David for the tackle. Said that that
0: he thought it was it was. Reddish, it was absolutely a tinted, <laughs> an orange tinted. It could have been tackle. way worse, and it yep. was
1: nothing. Nothing and shortly afterwards is a it, is a is the first goal. Bournemouth gets a free kick yeah. right after, and it leads to the first Callum Wilson goal. That should never happen. So I felt bad for Huddersfield. However, when you have an entire half d- up a man, mm-hmm. you should be able to do something with that most of the time, especially against a club that's near the bottom, it's below you in the table. And things you won't see.
2: see. Thing, well, th- to that point, things you won't see. Huddersfield having 69.3, almost 70% yeah. possession in a match.
1: Probably the rest of the year, you probably won't see that much. And yeah, and so they did nothing with it. And so I don't feel too bad. I mean, I still think Charlie Daniels, something should have happened, but I don't feel too bad about that. Harry Arder also put one in for them, by the way. Kellen Wilson was good when he was healthy. Yeah. So if he can stay healthy now, Callum Wilson is a legitimate option too down there in the bargain uh bin of the forward. The bargain list. bin. The bargain bin. Well yeah. done, Scott. I I've can't.
2: been looking for a term
0: for so long. The bargain bin is perfect. And where well done. Yeah. I mean it's it's what we I mean, we did say this. You know, Colin Wilson gets back in right when Jermaine Defoe can't find the pitch. Benic Fobi gets hurt. Josh King is Iffy. Uh, amazingly, uh, Friday, Ed, Edward Howell talked about Josh King being a late call because he missed international duty and hadn't trained all week. So, of course, he's going to play 85 minutes. <laughs> Just exactly what you expect when you hear something like that on Friday
1: before the match. Um, we really need those uh, game status reports. Man. See our last pod in your feed about our injury protocol suggestions if hey, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Up the cherries. Up the cherry. No, they're going up. They're eighth now. They conceded eight goals
0: in their first four matches, which, of course, were all losses. They've conceded four since. since. Wow. Uh, Charlie Daniels gets two bonus points. Not only avoids the yellow, but ends up with a clean sheet and two bonus points in the match. His, I like price, that guy, is, his price is already up uh, since the end of the match. Where is Jermaine Defoe? This what's amazing is 3 days ago Eddie Howe was saying that, that like Jermaine Defoe should should be a shoe-in for England for the World Cup and he can't he He's doesn't even make the, the bench squad. So I like Josh King was good again. Josh King gets an assist in the match.
1: Uh it was a nice one too. Nice uh, play.
0: This is this is what you're what I'm sure every Cherries fan and what anyone who's still is supporting them which should be everyone uh what you feel like It should have looked like more from the beginning of the season. Uh, And their matches coming up are still really, really good, which is the reason why I I have absolutely no issue chasing a hat trick
1: from Callum Wilson. And he was not too far away from adding a fourth at the end of the match. Oh, very good, very good. I'm going to give out my fantasy half point in this match. Uh, And if you watch the match, you probably know why Uh, as soon as I say the guy's name who's getting it. But my honorary, meaningless, but... But uh, heartfelt honorary half point is going to go to Huddersfield's Martin Craney, who started a Premier League match for the first time since 2007. Wow. 10 years and three months. I will say, is that
2: that 10 years?
1: It was so far uh, back that it was for Portsmouth, who is barely a professional club now. I think they're in the fourth tier. I'll check on
0: that. Huddersfield, again, we ask every single week, you'll ask forever. Who's going to score goals for Huddersfield? Huddersfield has forty-seven shots and zero goals in their last five road games. That's Good a, gosh! For at least the BBC, I'm sure other folks have pointed that out. They just need to hope they have more home. And they games? now own. They now own the player with the most shots without scoring a goal, Tom Ince. Yep, thirty shots without a goal. Uh, meanwhile. Rajiv Von Lapara had seven shots. He had like five shots in the first half. And we would be talking about him scoring if it wasn't for a couple really good saves from Begovic. They just, I mean, I don't know what this team, I don't, I don't know what you do with them. Uh, I don't, you I mean you can't buy that guy?
1: I mean, w- after the season started, we're talking about Steve Mounier a lot, and, you know, because he looked really good in that first and match. He gets hurt. Depotre now is the guy who's up front yep. most matches. Uh, and, you know, obviously it's not really helping much. Uh, even though it's irrelevant, I want to correct myself. Okay. Uh, Portsmouth was in the fourth tier last year, but they won. Okay. They won so League Two, third. so now they're in the third tier, League okay. One. So I just want to make sure I get there. I clearly am not following League 2 closely enough. Um, oh, you should Shame, have shame, Scott. Yeah, sorry about that. Final match, the Monday match. Brighton 2, Stoke 2. Pascal Gross and Jose Izquierdo score for the Seagulls. Chupamoting, Brian. Yeah, and Kurt Zuma. Guy. Kurt Zuma scoring for the Potters. By the way, another bad uh, refereeing decision in this one. <laughs> Ryan Shawcross. That was completely a penalty inside the box. Not sure how. That one doesn't get called. If
0: you're gonna own a a Potter's defender, you're gonna own Kurt Zuma. Uh, that's true. He's expensive as as uh, defenders go. I don't know why you're gonna buy a guy that's that many dollars. Or from playing Stoke. for Stoke, yeah. But he's the one guy. He's put a few in now, so um, I don't know what you're gonna do. Look, I just every every day that goes by that I don't have Shupo moting. And and really and not having Shakiri either, because Shakiri keeps being really good. It's true. Um but yeah, Pascal Gross finally gets back in there too. I mean, this is like this is like the parade of, of the best budget midfielders right here. It's these guys. Yep. Pascal Gross, I feel like we've said it I think since since probably the week that I picked him up in the budget league in like week four or draft <laughs> league. Draft league. I mean the draft league, yeah. yeah, not the budget league. Uh no, like anything less than six is a bargain for this guy. I know the matches are tough for, for Brighton, but I mean his role isn't changing. If they do anything in the next five, which I think their next five are the tough is is a tough run for them, it's gonna come through him. And so you know what Glenn Murray can do. Everyone doubted Glenn Murray, and he, he, he was uh, proving everybody wrong again. Not in this match, but, I mean, if it's going to happen for Brighton, it's going to happen through Pascal Gross.
2: He used to, well, so I was going to say this. Two guys uh, sort of fit in the same price range. Gross, Pascal Gross, or uh, as I like to say, Pascal Grubb. Yeah, I don't know why. And Shupo Moting, my Shupo favorite Moding, name to man. say in all the league. to 5.9 Gross being the more expensive which guy would you rather have if you had to pick one
1: I have an answer and I think it's different than yours Brian go ahead
0: it's really hard because I mean Pascal Gross has been so good I I just think that Gross's goals are going to be fewer and farther between
1: Uh, but I think he was going to be more frequent with attacking returns overall Pascal Gross is that guy, even if the matchup's not good, you're going to put him in your first spot on the bench as long as he's healthy. Because, yeah. and I've got a number to to attach to that here, actual stat, actual as opposed stat? to an opinion. Kirk, Pascal Gross has been involved in 62% of Brighton's goals. He scored three, he's assisted five. Uh, that's, that's a lot. So if Brighton's going to score, you've got a two and three chance that that's going to be Something to do with Pascal Gross. Mm-hmm. And guess how you get points, especially for a midfielder. Goals and assists. That's Doesn't right. matter. Both both score nicely. So fact. I'm owning Pascal Gross for that reason. That's, that's that yeah. percentage alone. Um, I mean, honestly, it's... it's by, the, by the way, can I just say this? You mentioned that Brighton's upcoming fixtures don't look very good. When you're Brighton, none of them look good. And yet they're ninth in the table. So, like, I've had to rethink that. I've had to rethink that a little bit because I I, was—I made fun of Brighton when the season started, but now I own Pascal Gross in my lineup, and I'm looking at ninth place, and I'm thinking, yeah, they're going to be competitive with the with the clubs that are ninth and lower in the table. Well, and in the next six games, they don't have many of those. I I get that. I get that. So uh,
0: that I think. But again, I
1: go back to the sixty-two percent. Even if they get one goal. In yeah. each of those next six, the, which...
0: the high likelihood is that it's coming somehow from Thank the you. foot of Pascal Gross. Exactly. They're they're really similar, honestly. The next five for both teams are, are pretty similar. They just kind of alternate good and bad, uh, kind of back and forth for the next for the next five
1: weeks. Yeah. So Which means that he alternates between the fourth midfielder and the fifth and it's, midfielder. And spot. I would
0: say maybe more than. It's really tough because I know. I mean, Shupo Moding is really good. I feel like he's we we've talked about him a lot. But man, Shakiri's the. I feel like Shakiri's the same as far as percentage of involvement for the team. Everything is happening through Shakiri this season for Stokes. He's only not like he played one do, game. Th- you know, this
2: has to be a record for him.
0: No, that's why I was, we said that. I mean, I feel like weeks and weeks ago, whenever he was doing well, the whole thing with him is how lucky do you feel that his, that his health keeps up. And Dave, so you know far, the moment
1: you buy him, I know he's gonna get that gunshot. I know hamstring injury. And, yeah, and I mean, I like him too much to buy him, Scott. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for saving everyone. Well, Brian, uh, go ahead and give us a bit of a roundup here on the injury front, please.
0: Howdy, partners! It's the injury roundup. <laughs> I would say, you know, we talked about John Stones. I feel like that is a huge loss for
1: Manchester City. And for nine percent of fantasy,
0: owners. yeah. I mean, that's it's uh, six weeks. You saw how bad it was. Anyway, watched it. You see how you
1: see how bad it was. I mean, it was that was an absolute sniper shot that knocked him down. So, does his injury affect other city defenders and their fantasy value?
0: The only thing you hope is that is that Vincent Companies just that his complete miss on Jamie Vardy is just a once a, a, a on. one-moment bid of true. You
1: know that's not true.
0: That's the only thing you can hope. He and
1: Odomendi are on a new uh, bid to see who gets to five yellow cards first.
0: No, well, Odomendi can start fresh. He's he's all... He's, How many coming I don't know. Yeah. Probably not many. I can't imagine. So, I mean, that's that's a big miss for them, but I think they can... It seems like they can, they can make up for that because of the schedule. Um... Like you said, Eric Bailly and, and Phil Jones both both missed, both missed Newcastle match. Uh, Eric Bailly missed the Newcastle match with what Jose Mourinho called an injury. So it was really good for the, uh, the clarity of it. Uh, ManchesterUnited.com reminded us that Bailly had the uh, groin strain playing for Ivory Coast at the beginning of October. So who knows? Maybe that's something. Part of it doesn't matter. He should be back this week. Same with Phil Jones. United should be back to clean sheets this Saturday at home against Brighton.
1: You would imagine. Company has three yellow cards.
0: Good bet. Uh, Scott, you said uh, I think Swansea is sweating Tammy Abraham stretchered, stretchered off. Uh, Chelsea fans also sweating uh, Tammy Abraham's injury. 81st minute against Burnley, Paul Clement clarifying it as back spasms, but added that he doesn't know how bad it is and they'll
1: find out in a couple of days. He tried to get some chiropractic help on the pitch at one point. Tried to get—I can't remember who it was. We went over to have him like do the thing where you put your arms around him and like try to crack, like lift <laughs> yeah. him up, yeah, try sure. to crack his back. Uh, I was like, that's that's kind of weird.
0: This is what Wilfred Boney's for. That's what he's for. Is, is this Swansea screwed? Yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> uh pochettino updated the status of toby Alderweireld to let everyone know that he will be out probably until sometime after christmas hmm. um they probably have coverage for that though their their matches are really good so it's not a it's a big loss but i think they i think they'll be okay without him in that span um uh, Antonio Conte said he hopes to have Victor Moses back for the week. This week against Liverpool, Liverpool expects to have Joel Matip back uh, with his thigh injury that he sustained in training in the midweek last week. I need him. Here's um, to hoping
1: that he takes Lovren's spot in the lineup. Not, not Klavan. Uh, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dave Kiko Feminiya for the people who own Kiko Feminiya. Oh yeah. Uh, he left at 80 in the 85th minute with, with what looked like a knee injury. Mm. Uh, PremierInjuries.com is saying that he underwent an unspecified surgical procedure. And they're, right now, currently, is does not have a timetable for return. So, uh, who knows with Kiko Femenia. Uh, they did get some of their other
1: defenders for uh, brutal. The Bull were back, so it's mm. not like they're definitely, mean, it's not like you're buying any of those guys anyway. Nothing should be unspecified in an injury purge,
0: sure, man. You, that's what we I said. This is the where the, there's no fun in 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 knowing, the fun is in the mystery. Uh, Chicharito and Michael Antonio, uh, David Moy said, David, I always want to call him David. Uh, Two weeks, could be two weeks out for Chicharito, depending on how soon he can get running again. Mikel Antonio might be back versus Leicester this weekend. Maybe whether or not he's trained. Uh, I feel like they've gotten to that point where uh, everything looks so bad uh, for West Ham. Mm. Because Marco Arnautovic may have broken his thumb in that uh, terrible injury. Will they even miss him at this point? Marco? Yeah. Well, just as I love Marco, but he just as he was starting to look like he was kind of in it. Yeah. uh, No, he. I I don't think they're really gonna miss him, man. I think they can. I think they can. They need Mikael Antonio more, Uh, but this this could be the week. But who knows? Uh, Get well soon, Mikael. That's it. That's your injury roundup. All right.
2: Thanks, Brian. Uh, Listen, you can find us in multiple places. We always say this at the end of the pod. So at this point, if you've heard this before, you can completely tune it out. Hey, find us on the fantasy uh, – find us at FC.com on our website, on Twitter, at fantasysoccerfc, and also on Facebook. We are always updating and staying active all the time. Also, shameless plug here, give us a, uh, a nice rating. That would be nice on uh, iCloud or uh, – iCloud. iCloud, no, that's not true. On iTunes or SoundCloud oh, yes. and or – Whatever
0: our cl- iCloud,
2: <laughs> or however you listen to us, it would be much appreciated. Again, like I like to say, uh, the better rating, the better chance that someone can find us accidentally, like DraftKings always seems to.
1: And did again this past
2: weekend. Thank you, DraftKings. We love you, and you don't even sponsor us, but we still love you.
1: They kind of do. They do actually. Yeah, yes, they fact. Kinda, they kinda completely
2: love. true. They do. They uh, in their own way. Hey listen for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith until next time.